0: ivy knows best all right everybody welcome to ivy knows best man it's me your boy eric ivy welcome back welcome back man enough of this dry intro man what's up let's get straight to it right what's up this episode is very 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 important to me man i've been on a little hiatus i've been missing y'all i'm not gonna lie to y'all y'all my therapy but you know we had to get a couple things straight so i you know i understand how that goes so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna jump right into the deep end uh by saying good morning everybody Anybody who's actually viewing this or listening to this, that's right, we have we have a YouTube channel as well. I want to thank y'all for joining me today. Thank you very much. So, you know, thumbs up to all y'all who are listening, thumbs up to y'all who are watching, and thumbs up to y'all who are doing both because y'all are the most important because y'all making it, you know, the extra steps. Anywho, so <clears throat> let's get into it. Today's episode is a little different, man. There's no topic. There's no conversation to be had. You know, wow, somebody's probably like, dang, Eric, you finally don't have anything to say, right? But I do have something to say, man. Um, I was talking to some of my friends, obviously, and they all had questions for me. I said, you know what? Just submit your questions to my Instagram and I will answer your questions on my, on my uh, platform. Cool. Right. So I got a couple questions that, you know, I wanted to definitely get into, right? So, um, one of those questions happened to be from a really close friend of mine. going to go ahead and grab my phone. So nobody in here feels like I'm, you know, being disingenuous about my process. Right. Cause I obviously have a process, but you know, who doesn't? So, um, I'm on the heels of this training that we had. uh, Cause if anybody does know me, I do have a regular nine to five and stuff like that. And we were uh, actually discussing, uh, you know, extremism and things that aren't okay. Right. We were having that, that kind of conversation with, you know, what type of extremisms have we uh, experienced? And I noticed one of my friends was explaining to me, Hey, there's a difference between extremism and racism. Right. Uh, you know, and she's like, sometimes it feels like we were bouncing back and forth on the idea. And I explained to her, I said, you're right. I said, but the thing about extremism and racism is they're so close together. Right. They're so close. And I, we've, I know we've talked about it here on the channel, but I definitely want to definitely come, you know, to you guys and, and, and discuss it with y'all still like, they're so close. They're twins almost. Right. They, they run off one another. So it, you know, racism, in my opinion, is, is an extreme ideal. Because it's an ideal that hey, at my at my worst, I'm still better than you at your best, right? So uh, that leads to or leans towards people with extreme ideas doing extreme things, such as murder and all these other different type of things. What we saw at the Capitol. So uh, one of my friends actually asked me this question. He said, "Hey, he's like, why is it that when we do things, it's not considered?" extremism but when white folks do what it is and i was like well that makes sense uh i do understand there are things i feel as if the extremism that is tied to racism or what we saw at the capitol is completely different from the extremism that we would consider the black panthers to be because one is about a cause one is without cause right one's because there's a root problem the other one's because someone lost an election Right. Which I know this is old, but I mean, just, just these, these are questions, so I'm going to answer them. Right. So, you know, we were able to go ahead and, and uh, cross our T's and dot our eyes our on, on on the understanding of of uh, of that concept. Right. So that's one. Uh, the next question I had was, you know, how how come we've moved away from prosecute? We haven't heard much about the prosecution of these people right? And I'm going to tell you why we haven't heard much about the prosecution of these people because they're not going to prosecute all of them. They're going to prosecute some of them. They're going to make a small, uh, like, 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 you know, a little small smack on the wrist, even though it's technically federal crimes and you got pictures and information on these people, but whatever, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do with them. And that's just all it's going to be. And it's always been that way. All right. We've seen people die for less in this country and you know, we're, we're not going to stop seeing people, uh, get away with crimes that they shouldn't get away with but it is what it is right uh so that's my answer on that folks it is what it is all right we, we we've i think we've already come to the agreement and understanding that that's never going to change and people aren't going to stop doing what they do just because we're disappointed so <clears throat> we're going to do something a little bit different and uh only time will tell exactly how far uh we're going to go to change that all right next question I, I was given right and this is one of, this is one of the questions I actually liked I enjoyed it this one came from actually someone I got a show coming out with by the name of uh, Erica with the C she actually has a podcast called Erica with the C podcast go check her out um, she's everywhere she had a really cool cool question for me she says she wanted to know how does a person know if someone finds them attractive before they shoot their shot now look ladies and gentlemen I am not an expert i am not an expert uh like most men we do not know when a woman's trying to shoot her shot i'm going to be honest with you if you are a man out there and you and you know when a woman's shooting her shot god bless you because i do not know <laughs> okay i am not one of those people who can answer that question but as far as like knowing when someone's shooting their shot but what i can answer is the actual question of um how does a person know if someone does find them attractive before they should shoot their shot uh Well, if someone's giving you the clues and you think that they're, that they're attracted to you, like keyword being think the best thing you can do is just go out on a limb and try. All right. You can say, do you want to go get dinner? Do you want to get a drink? Do you want to hang out? Whatever you want to do. Don't just automatically be like, Hey, you want to come back to my, you want to come back to my crib and you know, and have sex. Let's have sexual relations. Like don't, don't be that person. Don't be a creep. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like actually find out whether or not the person is interested in you as, you know, uh, as a whole, a good, you know, a good way of doing that would be, you know, being honest and being straight up with it. Try your hand at it. You know, cause sometimes I, I won't lie. I said this to somebody, I said, as men, there are times as regular men, I get compliments sometimes, sometimes I don't, but there are men who don't get compliments all the time or at all and they can confuse a compliment, which you want to mess with which you want to fuck around. And that's not even, that's not even, you know, that says what you might want to do ladies so like if you feel as if uh somebody is attracted to you and you want to try your hand you got to try your hand because the only way you're going to know is if you try it now if you feel if you if you ain't get if you're not getting pushback the person isn't giving you compliments or the person isn't you know um going out their way to make themselves visible to you then you can kind of put two and two together that person's just probably being nice to you you know, that person's real, especially like ladies, ladies really like to touch people when they're, when they're being flirty, real touchy and stuff, which isn't is my experience um, they want to be touching on you and stuff like that, or they're giving you over the top compliments or the conversation starts really getting, getting different or, or she'll just come out and say, Hey, it's 2021, bro. What's up? What you trying to do? You know? So, you know, that's, that's like, you can't, what can you do with that? You can't do anything with it except accept it, right? So that's how you do that before you decide to shoot your shot. You 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 go ahead, you jump in here first. And if you get your head cracked, you get your head cracked. It is what it is. You get your feelings hurt, you get your feelings hurt. But one thing you can do is you can't go walking around scared, not confident in yourself. Or you can just sit there and just wait until, until the person says something. Maybe both of y'all, you know, just waiting on the opportunity. One of y'all going to have to pull the trigger eventually. So, you know, see what that's about. You know what I mean? Oh, which brings me to my next question, all right? It's for all the single dads out there. Uh, the question was, what does a single father look for while dating? This is one of my favorite ones, as opposed to the next one, which is really my favorite one, but this is, like, one of my favorite ones. Uh, what a single father would tend to look for when dating is its, it's actually, and this is going to be different for every man, depending on where he's at in his life, right? If he's fresh off the hurt and it's just happened and he's and he's single, he's just trying to get back out there. Ladies, don't try to push your narrative on him. All right. Don't try to push the oh, you need a woman who's going to treat you right. Maybe he doesn't need that right now. Maybe right now what he needs is just somebody that's going to satisfy his physical needs. And, you know, he can figure it out once he kind of gets the therapy or the help he needs. You just got to learn how to respect. That boundary, especially when dealing with a single man, when you're not when you're dealing with a single man, you're not dealing with somebody who wasn't uh, who hasn't been with somebody or who isn't desirable. You're dealing with somebody who's trying to uh, fix an issue that he may have had or fix a situation or repair himself. So just like y'all need to heal y'all selves, we need to heal ourselves too. But single fathers tend to, you know, tend to look for a person that's cooperative. I mean, that's off the rip, ladies. Like cooperation. Especially if you just came out of a relationship where the person wasn't cooperative or the person was always combative or you was always wrong or you wasn't, you know, uh, her main her main source of of reliability when it comes down to um, spending time with information, you know, all all that. Like if you if you weren't the person that she was using to really kind of build her life with you, but she's building her life around you. You know, you know what I mean? Like she was just doing her own thing and you just happened to be there. Like, yeah, if you're going, if you're going through that, they're going to need, they're going to be looking for different things. So ultimately most single fathers are going to be looking for somebody who's reliable, somebody who's, who's going to be cooperative and somebody who's going to understand if he has children, that he has kids and that his kids come first. A lot of women nowadays aren't dating single fathers. A lot of them are, are coming in with that, that hate hey, I, I don't like using it, but I'm using it the masculine energy and the masculine thought that if you got too many children, I'm good because that leaves no attention for me. That leaves no time for me. That leaves no money for me, which, and ultimately that's not the truth because in most cases, most, and I'm not going to, I don't have the statistics in front of me. In most cases with single fathers, the children aren't with the father, the children are with the mother. They live with the mother. They might come stay with the father here and there, but majority of the time is spent with the mother. And by the way, while we're saying that, congratulations to all of the single fathers out there. Okay. You deserve a round of applause for doing your thing and taking care of your kids. All right. That's, that's amazing. That's something I, I actually like seeing and like hearing, but I think that we need to go ahead and take two steps back and realize in the dating scenario, ladies, if you are dating a man who has a child or if you are dealing, dealing with a single father who is ready to get back in that marketplace and start, you know, dating and doing this thing that, even if he has children, most of those children aren't going to be with him. Now you have a right to not want to be with somebody with multiple kids. That is your choice. I, but I I I always felt like it's always the difference between having multiple kids and having multiple baby mamas. Yeah. If you have multiple mothers of your children, that's a little more sticky. If you only got like, like only one person has my kids. Right. So like, and that's, that's the end of that. So I know who the mother of my children is. I know, who, you know, one person I got to go through. There's only one person that person has to deal with. Like, if you're dealing with somebody who has multiple and they have a crazy situation, that I understand. But, you know, kind of cut some slack to the fathers who only got one baby mom, Multiple kids and one baby mom. So uh, cut them some slack, ladies. But that's what I think most, most fathers are going to be looking for. They're really looking for something that's different from what they dealt with answer your question, like, plainly, without all the, all the politically correctness that I've been giving out, you're looking for something that's completely different. Like, because, I mean, or maybe you're looking for something, I mean, it just depends on him, but maybe, for the most part, that's what we look for, especially at a certain age. If you're at if you're at the beginning level or you're young, you're going to be looking for a good time when you're fresh out of a relationship. Especially when you, are. Right, I'm back out here, alright, cool, I'm not tied down. Okay, cool, they keep making brand new women over and over and over. You know what I mean? If you're if you're younger, pardon me, folks, if you're younger, you're not going to be looking, you're not going to be looking so much for that. You're going to be looking for just a good time. Right. But the older you get, that changes. Like I have I have a 14 year old daughter. I have a 10 year old daughter who's going to be 11. I have an eight year old daughter who's going to be nine. I have a son who's who's six, who's going to be seven. Right. So like my children are old enough to understand that If I'm to make myself available on the dating marketplace, then they're going to have to understand the person. The person is going to have to understand them. So now my needs kind of go a little bit past the surface level stuff that would exist if I were a little bit younger. I'm 32, which by the way, my birthday just passed and on the 16th. So happy birthday to me. If you haven't said it, shame on you, but it's all good. But nonetheless, that's that. And, uh, you know, and on and on to that next question, uh, you know, I haven't I forgot. This is my actual favorite question. And this is the one that I think, uh is game changing. Okay? Because I'm about to be very uncorked. Mama cover your ears, don't listen to this one. Grandma don't just turn this now this word. Look. Aunties, uncles, y'all just leave the room. Just go ahead and get out right now. You don't want to you don't want to hear this. This is not your this is not your this is not your podcast part right here. This is this is for us younger people who are, who are adults. And the question was this. Can a run can a woman just really have her way because she can suck the nails off a coffin? Listen here. <laughs> can a woman have her way just because she can suck the nails out of a coffin? Just because she can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Just because she can suck the suck the dirt off chrome. Just cause she can suck your suck your spine through your dick hole. Pardon my language, I do apologize. But yeah, kick, is, is that possible? Alright, cool. Now listen to me. And <laughs> hey, y'all know when I start laughing it's about to be some BS but it's real. Alright. If a female can do that certain thing, men tend to be a little more open to letting her do whatever she wants. Like or or giving her certain leeways. Or giving her certain certain uh certain benefits so to speak you know what I mean kind of got stuck on the word uh but in a world that we live in where nothing's special anymore right we live in a world now where it's not special like there's certain things when I was a kid or when I was a teenager that we thought were just like level of things that you did with your wife or with your husband or whatever the case may be or with your significant other but nowadays these younger folks that's just that's part of the course. You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid, we were taught not to have oral sex with women. I'm, I'm not trying to be ridiculously nasty, but I'm just being real with y'all. That, we was taught that's nasty. If you go down on a female, you a nasty dude. Ain't nobody fucking with that. Don't put your face down. No, what's wrong with you? Like you a nasty nigga. But these young boys out here nowadays, that's the top, that's their thing. Like it, it, It's like top of the list. So to answer that question, yes and no. Yes because ladies, you can have a special skill that you can you you can legitimately manipulate on a man who ain't who ain't never experienced it. No, because now it's part of the course. Now everybody's out there, excuse me. Now everybody's out there doing that. Everybody's out there doing, you know, you know, <laughs> doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Making the glass. They know what's up. These young, these young ladies ain't out, ain't out here just playing around. These young boys ain't out here playing around. That's why I be trying to tell these young, these older women, when you get out here in, in these streets, you're not competing with women your age. No, you're not competing with a woman your age. you competing with all the young little 20, 21, 22, 20, between that, that little age group, 18 to, to 24, 18 to 25. Girl, please. They've been hip to the game way before y'all was. Oh, I'm sorry, not way before you. They've been doing the game. Sooner than you were doing the game, they were out out there doing the activities that you found to be nasty, that you were taught wasn't to move. And what they're doing is they doing it to these young boys. When these young boys get with y'all and y'all blah, like, I'm not doing that. Guess what they're doing? They're going out with somebody else. They they not wait. We are not in a society right now where that's reality. You not sit. You're not about to sit back and live a certain life or live a certain way. And expect like just expect people not to do things. Right. Like, like you're not gonna be like, all right, I don't do this. Yes, you and in a relationship, I understand that you're going to need to respect someone else's I don't do that, right? Because you're in a relationship with that person. It's more than that. But in these situations of ca- of casual hookups and casual sex, you don't have that you don't have that crowd no more. Everybody's doing everything because they want the experience. So when you go out there with your sheltered self- Talking about, I'm not about to, uh, I'm not going to, all right, cool. Go ahead, grandma, go back in the house. Because they out here doing, they doing it all right now. They doing all of it. And and the seven things you got marked off your list, somebody can go on Tinder or whatever the little, little sites exist, plenty of fish, whatever, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. You get on those little sites and I guarantee they'll be swiping, swiping people who just doing it off the rip. They just doing it from the jump. It's probably in their bio. <laughs> will suck spine through penis hole. Like, <laughs> look, look, man, look, it's, it's like, like, <coughs> like, I want people to understand this, man. Same thing, dudes, don't think we, we're not, we're not exempt, fellas. Like, all right, ladies, because I know for a fact, y'all, y'all feel like sometimes I ignore y'all on this show and I don't, but, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to go too far on this explicitness, but in reality, gentlemen, everything you don't want to do, there's a, there's a young, nasty dude out there doing it. If you and your... Th- you in your 30s or 40s, and you talking about, oh, I'm not, I'm not. these young dudes paying. They be like, man, I have a homegirl right now. Got a side, got, got a work husband, side nigga, actual husband, boyfriend, and a sugar daddy. She got all five levels, and guess what? I don't know who knows about who. But in reality, I'm pretty sure these niggas all know about each other in some fashion. I know the husband ain't stupid enough to think his wife ain't got four other niggas. And if he is, uh, never mind. That's No one asked me that question. I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to keep pushing. right? I'm going to keep pushing. But the reality is this. Look, women, y'all can, back to the original question, y'all can definitely finesse a situation based off those skills. Now I'm not going. To, now this is not the platform for you to know that. So I'm not going to tell you what you need to do to finesse those skills. I'm just telling you there's a ability to finesse the right person with those skills. So the answer to the question is yes and no. And fellas, same thing with us. If you out here you you laying it down right on your on, on a woman, you doing all the things she likes and loves, you get a little more leeway. The only difference is women women operate a little bit differently from men, right? When they like somebody, they are gonna act crazy over it. like. Dudes will act crazy too, but for the most part, like real dudes is gonna be like, All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and play my going and be quiet right quick. I'm gonna let it come around and, and you know, you not or they're gonna find something else to do. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna do something else to occupy their time. A lot of these females, you do you you start breaking them off real crazy, man, they be back before you know it. She might go do something to go occupy her time. But you can also finesse those same skills. They be finessing on, on on those men. But once again, that comes down to a certain type of person, right? So if you the kind of person that's going to um, go out there and you're going to do exactly that, you know, it's it's it's, it's you need to know what you you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Okay, if you're gonna go out there and finesse your skills, you got to know who you're gonna finesse them on. You got to know how how long you're gonna do it and when you're gonna stop. OK, because the one thing you shouldn't do is ever play with anybody's emotions. That's just not even the move. If you're going to play with somebody's emotions, you get a whole nother bag of tricks and they might mess around, and open your head up and dump out the files and read all of your shit to you. So don't mess with people. All right. Just, you know, this, we live in a different world. But, uh, oh, I have one more question. Somebody have one more question before I go ahead and, 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 uh, and kill the question portion and get into, get into another topic. All right. Cool. Question is this. All right. How do you feel about the recent events that have taken place with relationship gurus? I said I'm not going to talk about it because everyone else has. So we'll pass on that, on that part of, but I will say this. Do not give out information that you're not following. Simple. Am I am I happy stuff's happening to people? No. Do I think that do I think that people should probably say a lot less than they do yeah even though this is what these kind of platforms are for y'all log on y'all click on twitter youtube whatever you're gonna click on and you listen to us talk but in reality it ain't you know nothing too crazy but <clears throat> for the most part you definitely want to want to make sure that you that you're talking your, you're talking your stuff now i do say this though i do there was another that was a question i avoided but i'm not going to avoid it since i i got a little bit of time today All right. Like the little white boy said, you, you disrespecting myself. I have time, but I got time today. Yeah, I got time today. (laughs) I got time for this one. Um, I was asked the question. This is in person and the person was like, well, you know, what do you think the problem is with marriage? I said, I think the problem is with marriage that is that people, especially in the person's a Christian, we're talking about with Christians, what's what's the problem? And I'm a Christian. I'll be honest with you. I'm not the best Christian in the world, but I'm a Christian. I make mistakes, and I do all these other type I just said a couple curse words, and had a crazy soliloquy with this last thing I said. But it is what it is. So the question was this: you know, why do you think Christians are divorcing, you know, quicker than everybody else? And I kept it real. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I said, look, there's three things that I think are pl- actually let me not say three. There are a multitude of things that are plaguing Christian people, that are plaguing regular people. One, they're adopting values that are opposite of what they believe, right? And now check this out now. The Bible said that he that we were made one for another, right? Like essentially man and female were made to be together, not one to do without another, right? But that's not what we're that's not what's being taught. What's being taught outside is you can do everything by yourself and you don't need the other person. When that's completely the opposite of what you were being what you were supposed to be taught so the reason why they're they're being plagued number one is because it's a juxtaposition it's different it's like it's, it's opposites like you're on two sides of, of the road you're on two separate sides of the road you can't want to follow what god tells you which is okay you if and this is just for, for the christian folk out there you want to be married so you need to operate in this way if you're in a godly marriage or in a christian-based marriage Right. So you have a job. Both of you have a job. His job is to love, protect, uh, you know, and take care of your needs and, 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 and listen to God. That's his job. His job is to be gentle with you. These are all things that are in the Bible. Right. And your job is to respect, obey, you know, do all these things. And, and, and this is another thing that affects the people become somebody i need to submit to that's not even in the bible that's not listen somebody pull up the scripture right now i promise you if you pull up the scripture i will cash app you money that's not even in the bible becoming someone that's the bible never tells you this is optional the bible never tells you that it's optional for you man or woman to um to do your manly or wifely duties it never says, "Husband, love your wife if she's somebody to be loved." What? <laughs> that's not even. That's not even. Why? W- wives, honor your husband if he's someone to be honored. That's not even in there. That's some human made stuff. That's crap. So the reason why, yeah, why those marriages are starting to fall apart, is because you start off using God, and then you slowly but surely start using what's going on outside of God. To justify your marriage. That's one. Another thing that's affecting them. They're humans. And they're, and I'm, and I'm not even a relationship expert. So don't even take relationship advice from me right now because I am not the person to ask. But I'm gonna tell you this. I do know a thing or two. And the thing or two that I do know is limited as it is, even though I know the shows Ivy knows best. I'm gonna tell you what I do know to the best of what Ivy knows is that. You cannot use God and use the devil, okay? You cannot use God and use the devil. You can't. God won't even. God won't even rock with you like that, according to the Bible. If you do, if you do this and this, God's like, all right, cool. You can just stay over there then, okay? Because if you, you know, I don't even want you over here if you' are gonna be in the middle. All right. So that is that is for sure a reason why people fall out. Have you ever seen have you ever seen those marriages where, you know, oh, I'm going to teach him a lesson. I'm going to teach her a lesson. That's not even how you're supposed to even operate. That's not how love is. That's, an, that's another thing. The Bible never tells you that the, that that a marriage is based on love. Relationships are. That's friendships, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, father, son, mother. Those are relationships, right? Relationships are to be built on love whether it be Eros or I forgot what the other uh, mutual love is where you have love for a friend, right? Whether it's romantic love or just friendship love, love is is the basis, right? But marriages, you don't institute a marriage. You All right. The Bible never told the woman to, I said this to one of my friends, the Bible never told the woman to love the man. Women are reciprocators. I've said this before on the show. If you ever listen, women are reciprocators. Right, right. Women are multipliers. Women make things better. So you know, when you impregnate a woman, you put your seed in a woman. The sperm eats the egg, and what happens? It just multiplies. Everything just multiplies inside a woman until it grows into a human being. Right. Women are meant to be helpmates, so generally they reciprocate. Right. So as a man, that's why the Bible tells you at the beginning. It tells you, husband, love your wife, be patient with your wife. Women I was my mother sent me this and it's true she's like women women equate affection with love so when a man loves a woman he shows her affection a woman equates that with love a man will equate respect with love right so when a woman shows a man the respect that he's due he equates that with she loves him so when a man loves a woman does she return love yes she does return love because that's what women are meant to do right they receive send that signal back and men you know do the same thing it's it's even flow everybody does everybody one for another it's, it's one in and out in and out that's what they do but when you when you forget that this is what our purposes are as people that's when you start seeing these little christian marriages fall apart so to answer your question can't use god and the devil you can't be in and out and you can't and you can't apply worldly principle to what god has according to the bible that's just my little tidbit on that one all right so those are the questions for today all right now, i appreciate all you guys submitting your questions and stuff it was actually fun uh for me to actually really have to get in my bag and i have like a real topic of discussion for y'all because i think i think it got crazy after a while, um, to like sit back and come up with ideas and have conversations and let things spark you, I and mean, that's normally like what I normally do. But I think this was a lot. It was cooler because I was able to, you know, kind of touch on some stuff. Now I was asked. I was asked by one of my podcast people, and they, they were like, "Hey, because I'm part of this uh, Black Podcast Network." Shout out to them and, and all the people that are part that are part of that. Um, we were talking and and. She's a big advocate on sexual harassment. I, I think we all are are big uh, advocates on it. But I was honest. I said I don't think that's something I should talk about. It has nothing to do with. Uh, it has no, it has nothing to do with anything personal? It has everything to do with the idea that when it comes to sexual harassment, we as a we we as a community of people, we as a country of people have a lot to fix we have a lot to do right and the reason why is because and it's not just men are at fault women are at fault squares, circles triangles are at fault whatever anybody wants to be in their life are at fault no it's because the lines of what sexual harassment are are completely blurred and different they're inclusive not equal okay so you know there's often times where women will do and say things and not blaming ladies but in this understanding part of it where women will say and do things that are and I've seen this that are sexual harassment based the man says nothing the first and even though he might not be comfortable with it he'll just kind of ride with it and let it go but he's all there's also been situations where men will say some sh- say some shit and it might not be welcome and the ladies will be like hey you know what that's sexual harassment you get your ass me too real quick get him canceled immediately the council culture be knocking on your door immediately. So I said, because I I can't, I I can't intelligently uh, defend either side of this because there's no defense. I'll say this and really, there's really nothing to defend. Now I'm thinking about it. now that I'm actually running my mouth and talking about, there's really nothing to to defend. You can't defend sexual harassment. You, you can't like sexual harassment, sexual abuse, like all those type of things are, are, are aren't you can't, they're indefensible. You can't defend those things. They, they have to be, Treated the way they're treated because they are problems. They are not welcome. They are uh, harmful and they're not helping. Okay. But I think that when we start having this conversation, we have to start looking at the, uh, the overall picture of it. We've seen it with Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, whether he's guilty or innocent, will never be able to wash the stain off of being called a rapist, a sexual harasser, even if he's proven innocent of all these cases. I'm just using him because he's famous. We saw the same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott was proven innocent by not one, but two different police departments. But a woman said he hit her. The NFL still suspended him. And then they looked at all his behavior subsequently with it. And it kind of just kind of rolled down. Even though they said, nah, that's not right. But it didn't matter because he'll never be able to shake that stigma, right? Even if you didn't do it, you're still going to be considered that. So that's why I said it's hard to to reconcile that because what happens is people automatically will paint you a certain way whether you're guilty or not so as a man or a woman if you are sexually harassing somebody whether you win in the court of law or the court of your workplace or whatever the case may be you will never win in a court of public opinion this is why it's hard to talk about it because those who are doing it do need to be held accountable but for those who've been exonerated when do we let them go? When do, when, when does the statute of limitations change for, for a crime such as sexual harassment? And how do we punish those who do it? I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. I mean, I might as well shoot I already touched on it now. You know, like where, 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 cause, and this is just me. This is not me being, uh, I don't want to come off just being cold or callous about it or disrespectful, but when do we hold everyone who does it accountable? When? When do we cancel everybody? We have, we've seen people get canceled for a litany of situations. We've seen people get in trouble for a litany of, of se- a, a, a lot of misdeeds, sexual misdeeds. And sexual harassment, ladies and gentlemen, isn't just like, Hi, my name's uh Brittany. How are you? If I were to look- Oh Britney, that's that's some really nice lipstick. That's a weird comment. What if I didn't mean anything by it? What if I just really liked the color that she had on and I didn't know how to say it? This is why it's hard to have that conversation. Because no matter how much you try to rationalize the idea you don't want to come off like you're protecting or 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 being understanding to someone who may or not who may or may not be doing something incorrect it's not cool to touch anybody it's not cool to give unwanted comments fair i can live with that that's that's that is an acceptable and understandable situation but it's also not okay to lie on people it's also not okay to use shit like we like we're seeing in the deshaun watson case where i'm using i'm only using him because he's super duper current event multiple massage therapists coming out saying he's having them do things to him that they didn't want to do and that you know, and it, and if anything that they're saying is true and I'm not doubting them and I'm not victim shaming or victim, or victim blaming I'm just giving correct context and saying he deserves his, his day in court just like they do so he's in this law and the law that we live in the law of the land is innocent until proven guilty so we can't sit up here and go oh man he did that we just don't know Especially with something such as this. And this is actually, this is like assault. This isn't sexual harassment. This is just sexual indecency altogether. And we need to, you know, let that play out completely. But when do we, if he is innocent, when do we say, all right, you're innocent? We forgive you, it's over. We're not making jokes, signs, anything. And then what do we do to those who made the claims that were found to be false? Do we press forward with them for making false claims? Because if he's doing this, there's no question. We need him off the streets. Get his ass out of here. If, he, if he's doing that, he don't need to play another down of football. He's a monster, and he needs to be sitting down behind behind a brick wall somewhere, you know, twiddling his thumbs, getting all the help he can get. Just like if there's somebody at your workplace right now, you know, giving off the creeper vibes and doing all that, like, Jokes are jokes, but we got to know where to joke and where not to joke. And I always say this, err on the side of caution. If you made somebody feel uncomfortable, make sure you're clear about, hey, I felt uncomfortable. This is just real, this is real, real life. If you don't, I tell my children this all the time, and I'm going to tell y'all this. If you don't feel good about something that someone is saying or doing, you need to speak up. Do not wait. Do not be afraid of reprisal. Or what will happen to you? Because if something happened, it happened. That's the thing about the truth. The truth is, is, is it is, it's irrefutable. You can't, you know, like, what do you do about the truth? Absolutely nothing. How do I punish you for the truth? If I can't punish somebody who's found innocent, if they didn't do anything, if I can't, you know, punish them for that, I can't punish you at the same time for telling your truth. If someone did something to you, you need to say something. If someone said something to you and you already say, hey, bro, stop talking to me like that. I don't appreciate that. That's too much. And they keep going. Problematic. And look, none of it, all of us have been sexual harassers at one point, whether you want to admit it or not. At one point or another, you've told a dirty joke. You've said something inappropriate. You've complimented somebody and they felt uncomfortable. This is why it's hard to really have that conversation because you don't know what, does and doesn't make someone uncomfortable. You have to now just keep everything as simple as you can keep it. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. If they're telling a joke and it's inappropriate and you feel a certain way, you say something, they keep going, all right, whatever. But we live in a society where, no offense, it's super soft. We live in a super soft society. I've never as a kid i was never taught about micro and macro aggressions never in my life sexual harassment wasn't it was a conversation but it wasn't a conversation like oh my god it wasn't it wasn't like it is today like straight up we've seen we we now is it does that mean that our does that mean that our communities being softer is different from our communities being aware because there's a line right awareness is saying this is going on and it needs to stop softer means you can't say that to me because I don't like it and it makes me feel uncomfortable but I'm going to say this to you and you shouldn't say anything back to make me uncomfortable you understand so that right there ladies and gentlemen is why I don't want to talk about that but nonetheless this has been an amazing show man I want to thank y'all very much for once again joining me on this ride having a conversation with me kicking it with me um, you know, join in join in with me next week because now we're gonna be dropping weekly. We gotta stop doing this little back and forth thing where I don't drop and I drop and I leave y'all waiting like Sade for a new album or Frank Ocean or whoever else whoever else we wait for to Kendrick. Where you at, Kendrick? J. Cole. Come on now, dog. Drop more albums. We need that, right? <laughs> but I'm I'm not gonna keep y'all waiting anymore, man. I do want to thank y'all very much for joining me. Hey man, as always, as Ivy Knows Best. Ivy knows best.